on Baytime, BFF.FM. FM Community Radio for San Francisco. I'm Christopher Beal. Welcome to On Baytime. Uh, Playa del Mar will be here eventually? Question mark? It's okay. We have some really rad queer artists. Some info about the Soma Eagle getting like historical status. That's kind of rad. And On Baytime is changing time slots. We'll have more on that in the next two hours. Thanks for hanging out from San Francisco. You're On Baytime on BFF.FM. Poison ivy of the heart I'm tangled up in you If I could figure where you start Then I'd know what to do To finally get you out my brain But you won't go away But I'm trying And I'm trying And I'm trying, baby Every time I leave the house You're on me like a stain I tried so hard to get you out It's not that you're to blame But why do you love me so good? You're making me deranged Without trying, without trying, without trying, baby You, yeah, you're a not Yeah, you're a not 
BFF.FM Community Radio for San Francisco. Welcome to On Bay Time. Poyo Del Mar just walked in and already has a dog in her lap. Poyo Del Mar, always late, but worth the wait, darling. Yeah, my dog has like hip issues and you're like scratching her in just the right place and her leg is like straight up in the air. God, if you scratch me in the same place I'm scratching her, my legs go straight up in the air too, Christopher (laughs) J. Beal. Hey, fun on Bay Time coming up today. Uh, We have a lot of stuff to cover. Um, We also are going to play a lot of music this week. We're going to announce our new time slot, which I think kind of fits our vibe a little better. Oh, yeah. I'm not a midday girl. (laughs) <laughs> well, this isn't midday. This is a Monday afternoon. Like it's, you know, but that's fine. Hey, one thing I want to talk about uh, right up front, and you actually brought this to the show. I sure did. Um, it's International Day Against Homophobia, Transphobia, and Biphobia um, today. This is, uh, this started in... Um, I said that before. I started in 2004, uh, conceptualized in 2004. And it's and celebrated every May 17th. Let's just be clear. Um, this is a really gay radio show and Extremely we gay. don't tolerate homophobia, transphobia or biphobia on this show. Actually no not even arachnophobia, you know, like none of the phobias. No, uh, we don't we don't do well Yeah, no 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 arachnophobia. Okay, let's talk about acceptable phobias then. What is your acceptable? What what kind of phobia would you accept on this international day? I am extremely afraid of heights. Um I'm extremely afraid of heights. And so height is there a word? Is there a phobia for that? There, there is a phobia. I just you don't know what, what it's it called. Right. Yeah, what it, Christopher? You're at the computer. Uh, What's the fear, fear of heights? Of heights is called acrophobia. Acrophobia, like an acrobat. I know. I was going to say that sounds like you're afraid of acrobats, which is I'm not I afraid of acrobats. Afraid. I think you're very, very willing to connect. Exactly. With acrobats. I will drop off a trapeze. Right. I mean.
on Baytime. BFF.FM. sure if you knew this, but BFF.FM is a completely community-supported community radio station. What does that mean? That means we need your donations. We need your support. We need you to become a bestie. All of that info is on the website at BFF.FM. Because of you, community radio like this is possible. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening. More on Baytime coming up on BFF.FM. I caught it bad just today. You hit me with a call to your place Ain't been out in a while anyway Was hoping I could catch you throwing smiles in my face Romantic talking, you don't even have to try You're cute enough to fuck with me tonight Looking at the table, all I see is reading white Baby, you living a life, but nigga, you ain't living right Cocaine and drinking with your friends You're living a dark boy, I cannot pretend I'm not faced, only you're the sin If you've been in your garden, you know that you can Call me when you want, call me when you need Call me in the morning, I'll be
Time that I speak, a diamond and a nine, it was mine every week. What a time and incline, God was shining on me. Now I can't leave, and now I'm making that league. Never want the niggas that's in my league. I wanna fuck the ones I envy, I envy me. Cocaine and drinking with your friends. You live in the dark, boy, I cannot pretend. I'm not faced, only you're the sin. If you've been in your garden, you know that you can. Call me when you want. So gay for San Francisco, San Francisco. on Bay Time. Gonna let 
So I just open up the door and I ring it out. FM, you're on Baytime from San Francisco. I'm Christopher Beale with Poyo Del Mar. How was your week, Poyo? Very busy. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I became an official Twitch affiliate. Everybody that yeah. Twitch notified me and told me that I'm actually progressing faster than many people oh. who join Twitch. You can follow me at twitch.tv slash Poyo Del Mar. And uh, so I'm official Twitch affiliate. I'm also um, just finished my first week on the Wrestling Inc. daily podcast every Thursday on the Wrestling Inc. website. So, and I'm doing that under my own name, Christopher. How awkward, my Paul legal. Paul Pratt. Paul E. Pratt, the, the initial is very important to me. Can I call you Polly Del Mar from now on? No, no. but but my family does call, and the, no, reason that, <laughs> the, the reason the E is so important to me is because my family does call me Polly. Oh, there you go, Paul. Because my dad e. was Paul. Pratt. 
We're getting your life story on the show today. I, know, I, wasn't, right? I wasn't, wasn't quite ready for that. Nobody was ready for it. I know we talked about this last week, but it's been a week. Um, what are you vaccinated? You got you got both I'm, your shots. I'm and all fully. The va- I've been vaccinated for over a month. Sweet. I'm uh, Tuesday. Will be my. What is it? Two. You do you do two weeks or three weeks out? Two weeks. Two out. weeks. Yeah. So Tuesday. Tuesday is my official day that you're clear running up and down market street with no mask on and on the friday cover of the san francisco chronicle it talks about how the cdc has announced that people who are fully vaccinated perhaps don't even need to wear masks inside now that's on the cover of the chronicle and it was released by the cdc i believe on thursday of last week the 13th they're saying that those who are fully vaccinated are at minimal risk of um basically being exposed i think what this speaks to is the fact that clearly we're reaching a point where vaccines are becoming widely accessible people can now especially in california most people of all age brackets are available those are available to you and if you want to take the proper precautions then it becomes your responsibility we i've done my part yeah girl i I, I got my vaccine exactly if you want and my and my like hanger by the door with like 17 masks on it so yeah the funny part is that i probably have been doing less of my part in terms of the mask issue than i have with the vaccine because i went and got the vaccine and i do wear a mask it's the literally been the same mask for like three weeks i just take it off and stash it in the above the visor in my car because I'm a car queen. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. And uh, and every time I go in someplace, I just pull out that same stank mask, brush off the dog hair, and go. Right Poyo, we need merch. We need um we need a mask that says stank mask on it. Stank mask. All right. More from San Francisco with Poyo Del Mar. I'm Christopher Beale. You're on Baytime on BFF. Stank FM. mask for mask. Stank mask for mask. Wait, I think stank mask is a fetish, isn't it? Maybe.
BFF.FM. to you direct from San Francisco, BFF.FM, you're on Baytime. Closed my eyes so I couldn't see it. Felt so numb, but now I'm ready to feel it. So tonight I'm making friends with all the creatures that are hiding there under my bed.
KPFF.FM Community Radio for San Francisco. I'm Christopher Beal. Sitting uh, just directly to my right with a puggle in her lap is Poyo Del Mar. Hi, Poyo. Hi, Christopher J. Beal. It's really nice to Hi, see Meg you the again. Yeah, well, Meggles is, I see her all the time. Uh, in fact, the fact that you're petting her is the only reason we're able to do this show, because otherwise she won't shut up. She'd be howling. She would, yeah. And maybe we should just let that happen on the show one day, but I don't know if today's that day. Hey, something really cool is happening in I love this. Soma. I'm going to read this, uh, just this this lead off of uh, Ebar. Which is the Bay Area Reporter Online, ebar.com, E-B-A-R. Dot com. I want to write for them. Anyways, uh, it says San Francisco planning. Uh, this is by, um, is it Bajko? Bajko? No, Matthew Bajeko. Bajeko. I'm so glad you corrected me. Matthew um, Bajeko. Sorry, Matthew Bajeko, who I'll probably never get to write for now because I screwed your name up. <laughs> Matt Bajeko and I are fraternity brothers. Oh. Yes, we are. I have to have you make another phone call for me. So here's what it says. Uh, San Francisco planners back landmarking Soma Leather Bar site. This is really exciting. It says San Francisco planning staff have deemed the south of market Eagle Bar worthy of being designated the first city landmark related to the leather and LGBTQ communities. This is really, really cool. The city's on board. It looks like this is going to happen. I have not yet had a San Francisco Eagle experience because oh. I moved here during COVID-19. Right. But tell me all about the Eagle, Poyo. Well, first of all, I want to note the fact that this is becoming a leather uh, Soma Leather Historical District, possibly. And it's because there is, just as we have the transgender district in the Tenderloin area of San Francisco, Soma is becoming uh, basically earmarked as the San Francisco Leather uh, District. And that's always been the case. I moved here in 1999. And even before then, it was definitely the heart of the San Francisco Leather community, which internationally is such a tremendous deal, which is why we have Folsom and Dory Alley down there. And the Eagle is legitimately, hands down, over the last 15 years of my drag career, has become my absolute favorite place to go on a Sunday afternoon. And the reason being is that when I moved to San Francisco in 1999, the community was a lot less, um, it was a lot more integrated and a lot less segregated. I, I was going to say less segregated, but I wanted to say more integrated. And then I think over time, the Castro has really changed and it has become very specifically one type. There used to be a definite type for the Castro, but there were more places like back then there was Daddy's, which became ultimately became 440 in the Castro, whatever. But most of the heart of the leather community was located in the South Market area. And the Eagle, of course, is one of a tremendous series of bars under that name that served the leather community. But in San Francisco today, in this day and age, Sundays at the Eagle became the single most diverse place I've ever been in mm -hmm. the city. It was, it had, you could go there and find people in full drag. You would find people um, in full leather, people in between. I would just go, I loved it because it was a real mixing pot of genders and gender identities, ethnic, racial um, diversity. It was, I just thought it was beautiful and it was super fun. It's also a, a heart of fundraising because every Sunday was a fundraising event and it was hosted by different groups and they would go and they would do beer busts and things of that nature. Was this like an all day, like a tea dance kind of thing? Like a Sunday tea yeah, dance? Yeah, I, I mean, I would, my favorite time to get there was around like two o'clock, two to six as usually when it was like at its height. And then after that there would go, it would sort of transition into like usually an evening dance party 
but there was always so much fun going on there and i i loved the chance to see people from different facets of the community in one place as opposed to having to run around and and find people. But I've also been wildly involved in the San Francisco leather community for a number of years and uh, was multiple time MC of the Mr. San Francisco leather competition. And they hold a lot of their events there. And of course the Eagle is, uh, has the Mr. Eagle leather competition, which is one of the feeder titles for the Mr. San Francisco leather. Poyo, you know so much. I do. I'm so no, really, because like I love San Francisco and I'm, I've fallen in love with it in my own way, but I'm still very much a newbie. Of course, and it's really nice to have uh, my drag mother here too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> to teach me the, ways the world's of drag the mother. Bay. Yeah, I appreciate that. I, I will tell you that you think this is deserved, though, for the, sure. For, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that in, one of the reasons why I think it's most deserved is because as the Soma district itself begins to change and become much more residential and we're seeing a burgeoning amount of different residential places being put in there. A lot of the history of the leather community is being threatened. It's being displaced because we did at one point in time have multiple venues down there and, and not to make it sound like reducing it to the lowest common denominator, but there was also a variety of related sex clubs and all kinds of things that people could attend down there if that was their choosing. And now those are threatened because of the fact that it's gentrifying. And and so someplace like the Eagle being considered a historical landmark would be phenomenal in part because of the fact that over the last number of years, it's been threatened financially and its very existence has been threatened because of the financial you know instability that a, a nightlife venue faces on a regular basis. Hopefully this this protects the Eagle. Um, you can't miss it, by the way. If you're new to San Francisco, um, just walk down uh, down Folsom. Walk, walk into Soma, you'll see that huge flag and then just Absolutely. walk your way to the flag. Here's what I wanna talk about in just a second on Bay Time. What other LGBTQIA historic sites in the Bay Area deserve the same treatment. I love it. What do you think? Hit us up on social media. Poyo is at the Glamazon PDM. I'm at Real Chris J. Beal. That's on the Twitters and the Instagrams. We're also at On Baytime, which is what you're listening to. My Instagram is actually at Poyo Delmar Fans. You should follow me. <sighs> I should. You're on Baytime.
BFF.FM Do I have your attention? 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 Is you taking notes? Three, two, one. We about to go off, off, off. When the speakers go blow, blow, blow. Everybody turn up, up, up. It's about to go down, down, down. Make the whole room spin, spin, spin. Turn the bass up loud, loud, loud. We about to go in, in, in. And we can't stop now, now, now. Fuck it up. Dance. Don't stop, don't stop, don't stop, don't. Dance. Don't stop, don't stop, don't stop, don't. Dance. Don't stop, don't stop, don't stop, don't. Do I have your attention? Fuck it up. Dance. Don't stop, don't stop, don't stop, don't. Dance. Don't stop, don't stop, don't stop, don't. Dance. Don't stop, don't stop, don't stop, don't. Do I have your attention? I was chilling in the club, looking cute all by myself. I saw my ex looking a mess and pressed up on somebody else. So I strutted up to the dance floor and I took off my earrings. I did a kick into a split and showed him what he was missing. Like, do I have your attention? 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 I was treading in the gym, looking like a F and ten. When I saw my ex again, his new bay was a seven. So I twirled up to those weights, put these cakes in his face. I did a squat, my butt said bam, and his new man said, girl, goddamn. This shit jelly, it ain't jam. They say thick, I say yes, ma'am. Then I serve him a shablam. Where my phone? Get my cam. This body on the ground like that's how bad a bitch I am now. Do I have your attention? 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 This is a fuck boy PSA. Talk to the left hand, talk to the left hand, cause you ain't right. Which one of you motherfuckers I'm a fuck tonight? You staring, you staring, my booty know you see him. And tell your new boyfriend to stay out of my DMs. You heard me, stay out of my DMs. You so nasty, stay out of my DMs, stay out of my DMs, my DMs, my DMs. Met a girl with a smile that I liked, and her name was Kelly. Golden hair and her eyes are like I make you feel like heaven. Spent the nights when her thighs got a vibe, then I got too jealous. Now she's free like a bird and I'm caught in a world of feelings no. Guess you warned me that night That you weren't ready But then you take off your clothes, girl You do a 180 Oh, Kelly What you 
BFF.FM, Community Radio for San Francisco. You're on Baytime. I'm Christopher Beale, Poya Del Mar's around here somewhere. Is there a song that you've heard on the show that you really, really like? Let us know. We're on the socials at On Baytime. You can find Poyo Del Mar at the Glamazon PDM, and I'm at Real Chris J. Beal. It's our love letter to San Francisco's LGBTQIA community. From San Francisco, you're on Baytime on BFF.FM. Waiting and waiting for something that ain't too complicated. When I should have looked in, I guess I've been looking in all the wrong places. Until I said, hey. For San Francisco, BFF.FM, you're on Baytime. I'm Christopher Beale, sitting over there petting the puggle, as she is prone to do, is Pollo Del Mar. Hello. We were talking about the San Francisco Leather Institution, the Eagle. Yep. Um, being given historic status. Uh, mm-hmm. It looks like that's, that's going to happen, which would be really good at protecting that um, historic site for the gay community and for generations to come. There are plenty of sites in San Francisco in the Bay, the broader Bay Area that probably deserve the same treatment. So I thought maybe we could we could unpack a couple of those. For sure. Uh, you want to start? Or you want me to start? Go ahead. Okay. Um, I think I would start with um, I, I would start with the with the old Elephant Walk, Harvey's. Well, Harvey's certainly 
Because, like, you, you know the story behind it. Like, the elephant walk is the, the White Knight riots. The police raided that place yeah. in, in retaliation. So it's really, really connected to to our history. It is. And if you're eating at Harvey's, which is now just a, you know, predominantly a restaurant at the corner of 18th and Castro. Noms. You can look inside and they have a variety of photos that show the, and trace the history of that location. Mm-hmm. So I think that there's um, an obvious tie into historical value there. I wish that they did more to preserve some of that history. Oh, instead of you just kind of... I mean, it, it is what it is and times change and to be financially viable, they have to do what they have to do, you yeah. know? But I... I would love if it had a greater sense of feel of history. Well, having said that, what other places um, in the Bay Area do you think deserve historical status, deserve protecting? I'm looking at things from the San Francisco perspective because these are more likely to actually happen, you know, outside of that. I would certainly say if you want to look at Greater Bay Area, I think that the White Horse in the Berkeley area should be labeled as a historic place because of the fact that it has been there for years. I've been here 22 years and it's always been a staple. I've never been there. And it's, um, there's probably a reason for that. I mean, it's very, I mean, it's just very small (laughs) and in Berkeley and you know, it's, but it's a lot of fun. And if you live in the East Bay, it's clearly a staple of part of your social life. But I more close to home, I would say that my first thought would be aunt Charlie's lounge down in the tenderloin. It is, um, and always has been sort of like the hometown bar for the Grand Ducal Council of San Francisco, which is a fundraising organization that I've participated in and been part of for many years. And it reserves a real feel of history because I can't look at that place and imagine that it is much different now than it was probably 30 years ago. In fact, I would suspect the carpet's the same, (laughs) you know, and definitely the drag queens are the same because some of those broads have been there for God knows how long. Shout out to you, my my grandma, the my, my Oma Colette Legrand Ashton. She's been there. She's a, she is a staple. To support your argument for both of those places, I had never heard of either of them until you brought them up. Well, you know, I think that the unfortunate reality too is a lot of the places that I would have named as a historical landmark in the city are already gone. Mm-hmm. Places like Divas, which was one of the few bars that catered to the transgender community in San Francisco, gone. And then that I would say Estenoche, which was a longtime um, LGBTQ Latin bar at the corner of 16th, or very close to the corner of 16th and Mission. I think that that should have been a historical landmark as well because of what it represented in our city, that kind of diversity within the queer community that has gone to the wayside. You don't see a bar that specifically caters to that community anymore. So I would have named those all come to mind immediately, like right away. And then you move towards the Castro and other locations like that. I want to move a couple of blocks from the Castro for one that I I discovered through a friend of mine that I'm working on an interview series with. Um, It used to, before there was an LGBT community center in, in San Francisco, there was the church on Eureka street. And the, the gay church on Eureka Street and the Castro was the center of the gay community in the 70s, 80s and early 90s in, in the Castro. Um, it was where AA meetings were held. It was um, it was a real source of healing for people. And the building, um, the church has moved out and moved up, up onto Polk Street and the United Church of Christ congregation up there. But um, the building is there kind of just waiting to be demolished. And it Mm. sits over some important utilities, so they can't tear it down without really special permits. And it's kind of in limbo. And there's a former church member that still keeps an eye on the building and goes in and makes sure the the power's on and the water's running and things like that. But it's um, I've toured it 
And it's 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 sad to see such a, a dedicated community space like that uh, being just left to waste. Um, so I don't I think the 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 old uh, purple gay church on Eureka Street. And if you've never seen it, definitely walk by. It's a uh, it's a special place. There's a lot of names of uh, some queer notables on the sidewalk out there. that will bring a tear to your eye if you really read them. It's pretty cool. When we're looking at spaces that are dedicated to the LGBTQ community that should have some kind of historical value and relevance. Certainly my mind always goes to locations that are nightlife or oriented or whatever, like the Lexington, uh, which was an LGBTQ lesbian bar, you know, like a, not even an LGBTQ. It was a straight up a little bit predominantly a lesbian bar. And that is, Where was no, that at? it was on 22nd street and it's no longer what it was, you know, or things like, the end up, which has thrived for years and years. And I remember, you know, when I moved here in 1999, it was already a historical landmark in my mind because Armistead Maupin wrote about it in Tales of the City. Yeah. And and I pretty much took up residence there for about four years, at least every, every weekend, you know, Monday or Friday through Monday, I was pretty much there. The, those all come to mind immediately, but you just brought up one of mine too. The Macandre Lane steps, I think, should be, mm. should always be protected. I don't think they'll ever go away, but I think they should be protected. You know, I I think that we would, if we begin to look beyond things of the nature of of nightclubs or whatever, you know, the, certainly there is every place that was touched by Harvey Milk in, in terms mm -hmm. of his you his know, house, the, his yeah. his apartment in the Castro, um, the. I've heard I've heard rumors that that's on the way, but I wouldn't doubt it. At least that's what I hope. I hope they're not going to tear it down because I think I think you'd have queers out there chaining ourselves to the building. Uh, <laughs> we haven't seen anything like that since they decided to open that Starbucks in the Castro, which was so problematic to people. They were out there protesting the old, the old, uh, like locally owned coffee shop, and they were like, "No Starbucks. We don't want chain chain Starbucks. We don't want chain coffee in our Castro." And then literally Starbucks opened and they put down their picket signs and went and got a latte. Like, it was absurd. <laughs> that was like a while ago, but it's a true story. So you're saying you're not in favor of protected status for the Castro Starbucks? Uh, I, I, I <laughs> no, I think that, you know, I, there's a lot of things that I think deserve protected status in the Castro. And I wish part of it was just being LGBTQ, but I don't think that's even protected anymore. Ooh. And what I mean by that is that I think that, um, you know, the queer community has made that such a desirable place to live and the home values have shot through the roof. And now people who are outside that community, our community, have wanted to move in and then you start to see, and I've seen that evolution over the years. It's been abundantly clear. I remember 20 years ago, there was a, um, where Strut is now in the Castro was a porn store. It was a porn video store back when you guys remember this when people would rent videos and there was like huge uh, photos of naked men in the window advertising porn. And there was a shop on Castro street that had a giant wooden uh, carving of a, of a penis. And when people 20 years ago started to move in, I don't want my children to see that. Well, bitch, the wooden dick was there before your kids. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go hose Pollo Del Mar down more from San Francisco. You're on Bay time on BFF. Dada. <laughs> I, you, he, together. Come on, baby, let's go. I, you, she, together. Come on, baby, let's go. I, you, he, together. Come on, baby, let's go. I, you, she, together. Come on, baby, let's go.
Baytime. BFF.FM. BFF.FM. I'm Poya Dalmar, and you're on Bay Time. This rain is running your makeup and ruining my shoes. The same ones I wore the day we got matching tattoos. Your friends took you home and I slept all by myself. I'd rather be alone than with somebody else. Is this something that we can work out with? I cross that line Maybe my head's not in the right place 
you after midnight You can't text when he's around I hide inside of the lies well, Your eyes are holy ground No, I don't need you I could quit you anytime at all But are you busy tonight? Maybe later I Never mind, I don't need you I just Believe that you got me like
FF.FM. So you always say that you're alright, but then you wanna talk on the low. And if you wanna pick, baby, we can hit the rooftop alone. And let me make you smile, baby, all night. Look around, baby, get stoned. You know that we can't do it every weekend, but you just wanna talk on the low. And your father's red, For San Francisco, BFF.FM, you're on Baytime. It's Christopher Beale, Poya Del Mars there. And this is our love letter to San Francisco's LGBTQIA community, keeping an eye on stuff going around in the community. Uh, a new queer and female co-owned co-working space just opened in downtown San Francisco. This is really cool. It's at 981 Mission Street. It used to be a co-working space called Covo. Um, but now it's it's queer owned and uh, they're looking for new people. This the main reason I ring this up is because one we should support queer businesses, but of course. two, the messaging right now is very much getting back to work, getting back to normal, taking off our masks, returning to the office. That's the one I have a problem with. Where are you on this? Are you do you think that going back to a so-called normal office environment is going to work for a lot of people? And I'm not speaking specifically of co-working spaces because I, I actually think these are the future. 
future. But honestly, I've never stopped working, Christopher. So I wouldn't know. I have a day job. I knew you were going to make this about and, me. Thanks. Um, so unlike people who just sort of sit around and do nothing all day and say, oh, well, I'm a producer of a radio show. I freelance. Like oh, the others of us actually go to work every day. Like I... I have been going to work nonstop this entire time. I've like, I did work from home for like uh, about two months and that was really cool experience. And I could definitely see how um, people would enjoy it. My mom, for example, I will tell you when I was home visiting my mom um, and I ended up staying in Florida for like four and a half months with her, I was still working continuously outside the home there, but she works from the home and, and I she's got this big thing. Like she just recently moved and she wanted to move really close to work. So she didn't have a long commute. And I was like trying to explain to her that many places she works for um, a financial institution and it's not exactly a bank that she works for. She's not like a bank teller or something. It's behind the scenes. And I was like, there's no way that a financial institution like that is going to maintain the cost of a rental space that, you know, when you and your colleagues can be equally productive working from home where they don't have to pay the light bill, they don't have to pay the electricity bill, they don't have to pay the internet, they don't have to buy your ass's coffee, like whatever it is that they normally do for you. And you can conduct most of your business by Zoom. And then if you need to, maybe once a week or something, um, go back to work. She doesn't trust that yet. I still am telling her that it's, it's going to happen that way. Meanwhile, my best friend is a social worker and was doing extremely successfully with his clientele um, working from home because it made it easier for them to access services because all they had to do is log on from anywhere versus going into a physical space. But he did recently return to his office just two weeks ago. He works um, in Contra Costa County, and and I think that that's you know, a sign that things will be returning to normal. He hates it, of course. There's so many co-working spaces in the city, and I think there's going to be more with, what is it, something like multiple Salesforce towers full of empty office space around San Francisco right now. And I think this could, if it's leveraged properly by uh, by female and, and queer owners and and others of progressive mind, this, this really could be the future of offices in San Francisco while also contributing to this kind of new wave of creativity in San Francisco. This new, this with tech moving out for the most part, like, what's going to replace it. And I hope it's, I hope it's, it's creative and collaborative because San Francisco has always been that way. Mm, yeah, rumored. Except at Pollo Del Mar's house. Rumored. There is no collaboration going on there. Like I want somebody to come over and collaborate with this. All right, stop. Collaborate and listen. Thank Ice you for getting back that. With a brand right, new edition, right. something. Yes, we're very old. <laughs> Flow like a harpoon. Harpoon me, bastards! Where was that? Where is that collaborative space? It's at? called Trellis. Um, it opened on May first at nine eighty one Mission Street. It used to be a co working space called Covo, but now it's called Trellis. I'm wondering if it is the because there was a co op space, and I'm not sure if it's the same location. Would you like me to map this for you but, quickly? Uh, I wouldn't even know. But I went to a co oping space downtown one time. They had an adorable. Um, when you came in, they had an adorable cafe, and then you could actually either rent sort of just like uh, counter space, or you could just participate at a counter space, or they actually had office meeting rooms where you could, uh, and it was very, very cute. It was right at the end of, um, I'm looking at it, it's very plausible that this is one of those spaces. It's right at Mission, uh, Mission between uh, 5th and 6th, so it's uh, just a, like down the block no. from the Chronicle. Okay, building. so... Uh, legitimately know that it's not the space I was at. <laughs> 
It's called Trellis, 981 Mission Street. I definitely want to go check it out. It's right there in Soma. So we, um, just like we talked about earlier with uh, with the Eagle in Soma becoming a historic site, maybe maybe this is a part of a queer wave of taking over Soma again. I'm into it. Mm, I, I mean, I would love to think that there's some truth to that. I think that Soma is being taken. We'll, we'll see. There's just more and more and more tech that's moving down there. So it, it used to have a really uh, underground type of vibe that, most of San Francisco did not have, and now it's just lost. It's all tech and high-end real estate that people are trying to move into and whatnot. I mean, I remember when you would, like, down by the baseball field, like, that area was a basically a shithole, but it was where all the warehouse... <laughs> it, it's where all the warehouse nightclubs were. It was so much fun, and now... It's was like, it so much fun? It was so, oh, so much fun. <laughs> oh, Check out Trellis. We like queer businesses. 981 Mission Street from San Francisco. This is the gayest and possibly sloppiest radio show ever. It's on Baytime on BFF.FM. I watch you walk and I watch you move. I want some
For San Francisco, this is BFF.FM. I'm Christopher Beale. You're on Baytime. Is there an independent queer artist that you like that you think we should be playing? We'd love to hear from you. We're on social media at OnBaytime. O-N-B-A-Y-T-I-M-E. This is BFF.FM.
on Baytime. BFF.FM. Traveler, and what I work 
Baytime, BFF.FM. Sorting through emotion, drugs, spills, and potions. I'm fighting with my demons tonight. Addicted to the feeling, higher than the ceiling. I'm chasing down a savior tonight. Baby, baby, won't you come see me?
devotion Saints, God's in motion To save me from my demons tonight Baby, baby, won't you come save me Baby, won't you come save me San Francisco. This is on Bay Time. I'm Christopher Beal. That's Poyo Del Mar over there on the couch with um with Chester this time. She's always got a dog covered in, in dog hair. Yeah, you are. I'm telling you. That's why Chester's like, sitting next to you I instead feel like, of on you now. I feel like Cruella DeVille and just got wearing so much dog fur. Yeah, it's definitely like a whole vibe. Hey, speaking of whole vibes, on Baytime has become such a vibe that we're gonna move. I know Poyo Del Mar is so excited. My whole is vibing just thinking about it. And that those kind of comments will become more appropriate in our new time slot. Um, starting in Pride Month, I'm really excited to announce that we're moving to late nights on BFF.FM. We needed a a time slot that allowed us to be a little bit more scandalous, I think. So uh, starting June 2nd, um, we're going to be on midnight to 2 a.m. Wednesday mornings, which is cool. But I know many of you listen to the replay anyway. But basically, that means when you wake up Wednesday morning, you'll have on bay time ready to go to get you through your morning. And next week, we're going to announce a huge special guest for that show kicking off pride month with a gay liberty if ever there was one indeed uh you also have a crush on this particular celebrity i think i'm telling you we were supposed to have already gone on a date years ago do they know this though probably not anymore <laughs> guess we'll find out but uh, yeah we're moving so uh, what are you more excited about um with doing the show in the middle of the night like what do you think what do you think is going to change about on bay time well you know it's going to be Poyo Del Mar, after dark. Are you going to start talking like that? All the time. Only on bay time. I actually don't hate it. Normally you're screaming at me, so this is better. I know. This is like, <laughs> this is the alternative to shrieking and screeching. You could, oh, Christopher. 
This is really uncomfortable. Mm. Um, oh, Christopher. Goodness. Hey, that's like all the time we have for this week on Bay Time, believe it or not. But um, we have one more week on Monday. So we'll be here Monday on the 24th and we will announce our special guest for our first show during Pride Month. And you're not going to want to miss this. It's really oh, big. You won't want to miss it. Mm. I got to get the hose again. Uh, we'll see you next time. Stop from calling BFF. me hose. I'm in only San Francisco. One. You're on Bay Time. Have a great week. Bye. <laughs>